right, welcome back. It's Jay and Aaliyah with Homeschool Your Kids podcast. We are here <laughs> to talk, reflect, share all that good stuff. Um, yeah. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. You know, just chilling. How you doing? Groovy, groovy. I just finished feeding my face. I feel real good. I'm in happy zone because it was good. Good eats make me really happy. (laughs) Yes, good food (laughs) in general. Yes. Right. So we were talking about a little self-care earlier. So we decided to shoot into that topic and what that looks like for each of us um, because it is different for everyone. Everyone requires something different. And it is all about, okay, well, what makes you tick? What makes you feel balanced? What makes you feel full? So what does your self-care look like? Hmm. Well, I feel like self-care for me is really just trying to do those things like that I've, that will help me to stay in a calm state of mind. Um, or will help me to be able to better um, better interact with my daughter. So um, on a, on the best day, the best day, because I do have, like, good days where I do self-care, and I'm just like, yes. And then there's some days where I'm like, I can only get, you know, this much in, or I don't get any in because um, of how I start, like, maybe what time I start my day. But if it was the best day ever, um, self-care <laughs> would look like <laughs> self-care. Self-care would look like, you know, me getting up early, I would say, like, either 5, 30, 6 o'clock and just, like, starting off with meditation, really just getting my brain in order. Because surprisingly, when I wake up, I have a lot on my mind. And so I have to, like, calm my brain down and um, journal. I have this nice journal that I have that I write in. And um, just getting dressed and doing some yoga and then maybe just um, putting my headphones in and getting a little dancing or grooving. Because that's really how I uplift my like my spirits is dancing and um getting into a good mood so if i can get that stuff in before my daughter wakes up in the morning yoga journal um shower brush my teeth wash my face a little dance um and then like you know cleaning up a little bit like if i can get the house clean a little bit too um and take care of the dogs then i'll be straight you know like i'll be i'll be okay to kind of get my day started now if i could actually get work done too before she gets up as well because I feel like that's a it's not really self-care but it's a part of like my everyday schedule me trying to get those things done before it makes me feel like a a relief if I can get those things done well what about you girl what does self-care look like for you well mine is pretty similar it's like it's definitely all about okay what all can I do before these lovely ladies wake up um so I do try to start my day around 5 30 um their average time of waking up is usually between 8.30 and 9.30. So that gives me a good three hours to, who's like center. So I do start with a shower. And after that, I do either some yoga or meditation or both, depending on the morning. Um, as you as you probably know, I like to paint my nails a lot of more. Yes, <laughs> I love that. 
time I see you. Once, you once it starts chipping, it's like, okay, it's time. But that's, that's like a form of meditation for me also because it, it causes me to sit still. And I like that because it's not like a, oh, you got to do this. You got, you got, because I can't, I can't. It's like, oh, you going to sit down and, and let these nails dry. That's always my goal too, like to see if I can let my nails dry without messing them up. Because right. I'm trying to open my laptop bag where I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to make me a smoothie or whatever it is. Like, no, you're going to give yourself this time to sit still. And so I do a lot of things in front of my vision board that's in my room, um, which requires me doing a lot of, yeah. I do a lot of stretching and um, I do a light workout. I do a lot of things just to just to feel and get movement going. Like you say, you dance. I, I'm not a dancer, but I, I, do, I move. I do little lunges. I have 10 pound weights in my room. So, and I'm proud of myself. And that's a part Girl, of my discipline all you gotta do too. is add some music. <laughs> I got to add music and you dancing. A lunge is a dance step. I know. This, this is a dance step. I've always been the in the corner person. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yes, I've always been in the corner. Like I, I've never been a dancer. I've never really been a dancer. Okay. Um, my girls are dancers. Though they be dancing everywhere, everywhere, anytime. Music, music on. They there. Um, but yeah, like you, it's just about what all can I accomplish before I. Before these young ladies that are going to require most of me once I get up, once they get up, what can I accomplish? So that does some time entail me doing a little work. Um, I try to like post to social media, um, get like titty, like little things out the way, you know, because I'm not big on a lot of things, but I like try to get it out early because I don't have to go back to it. Um, and I never like to sit and have my girls sit and look at me on the phone. So that's that's a thing for me. Um, but yeah, that's my morning. And I oh I have my tea. And I got my teapot. I love my teapot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, ginger root tea in the morning with some honey. And as soon as I hear the girls laughing or whatever, because they always end up playing before they come out. Um, I go ahead and pour their tea and their honey and stuff because they have a, a cup of tea once they get up. So it's like, oh, that'd be my signal. Like, oh, your morning's over. <laughs> 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 but it's always met with laughter most times, like 95%. Then sometimes somebody don't elbow somebody or, or she did this or she, like, you know, then we got to start that way. But most times they come out the room laughing, which is always a joy to me because it's like, I'm so grateful for y'all. Y'all are amazing. Yes. I love that y'all start with that type of energy and it lets me yes. know that I'm, I'm, I'm doing something right because that is what greets us most times than, more than anything else. Yes. I love that. I love what you said because my daughter, she does the same thing. Like, I love the receptive energy. Like you said, you, you kind of can know, okay, I'm doing a good job because mm -hmm. she gets up in the morning and it's just like, oh, mommy, like she's so happy. You know, the sun is up. She gives me a hug. I'm hugging her. We sing song. Like, you hear the little song that we sing. She's starting to sing it on her own by herself now. And it's just beautiful. Like, sometimes, yeah, she'll wake up with a little attitude if, um, if I'm like, trying to get her up and like let's go ahead and you know get stuff done because i'm already like all right well it's just but <laughs> um for the most part you know on those days that's very chill or if i'm already like 
I've already done all the things I need to do or I feel good or accomplished about where I'm at. And then she kind of gets up. I'm just like, you know, real chill and just want to, you know, um, let her enjoy her morning. I do see a difference between when I do, when I do the things I need to do with it for myself. Like you said, like I can give to myself first when I can do those things from when I don't do those things because I'm I'm a more I'm in more of a rush. Like if I don't take care of myself in the morning, and I'm like, okay, Kanye, we need to get up. You need to do this because I still need to do this. And it's just so much on my brain. Like I said, when I get up in the morning, I have so much on my mind. I don't even be knowing why. Because <laughs> most of the day is chill. I mean, she's only three. It's only so much that we can do. There's <laughs> only so much that we can do. Um, or, or that I can do in one day, you know, it's like, I can't get it all done. I feel like that's something that I have to, um, release. It's like, I can't get everything done in one day and I don't have to, and I don't need to, and I shouldn't have to feel like, you know, I, I need to do that. Cause I don't, um, Indeed. yes, ma'am. Slow yeah. it down. Like the right. mindfulness has been a, a main focus of me for like the last year. Like just being mindful and present in the moment. It's like, okay, well, what can I do with this time right now, right now? As opposed to thinking, oh, I, I need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G right. before the end of the day. And it's like, no, nah, what am I do right now? <laughs> like, okay, after I finish this, what am I do next? Like, right. Okay, so, I don't wake up too mind boggled um, unless I go to sleep with things or, you know, people sometimes put things on your plate also. Um, I am very mindful when I do have to wake the girls up if we do have something to do in the morning because I always let them know the day before because, I don't know, sleep has always been precious to me. So I don't like to just, and knowing how my mom used to wake me up, I would never wake my kids up like that. So... I've always, even when I was in the school system and I had to get Kenny up, like I would, like you do, I used to do songs and stuff in the morning and like just, you know, things that's going to make her laugh. Even now when I have to wake them up, sometimes I'll take the speaker in there and I'll do a dance, look, I'll do a dance for them. <laughs> and I'll dance yes, to a mom. song or something. But it's just like, I don't want their wake up to be like, oh, shit, I got to get up. <laughs> like, right. like a shock up. Like, right. no one should have to start their day. And I saw something um, a couple days ago where parents were discussing, like, how they wake up their kids. And that's a big thing. Like, a lot of parents aren't easing their children into the day. A lot of kids mm -hmm. are being, you know, shouted at or, right. like. They got to get up. Yeah, like. Everybody got to go somewhere. Mama yeah. got to go to work. Daddy got to go to work. And when I tell you my mom, even to this day, if you stay at her house, honey, she will sit there and make and bang pots and pans in the morning, come back there in the area that you sleeping in and do like put laundry on or something like, is she up? Everybody up. That's been my mom thing since I was girl, a, a little girl. Is she up every the whole house is up and that's still her thing, Leah. Nah, I'm I ain't gonna sleep because of y'all. Why y'all? How old are you? What is wrong with you? And they be upset when I don't want to stay there when I come visit. Like, no, I don't get this treatment at my sister's house. I'm staying over there. Like, what is this? Like that is because I'm not even a person that sleeps in like that for real. But <laughs> shucks, like you're not even gonna let that happen. Like even if I said, "Oh, I'm about to be on vacation for a minute. I'm about to go to my mom's house." And no, that's not even a thought of mine. It's like that. 
Well, what time she getting up? Because I know that's the time I'm going to have to get up. Then she be talking about, well, why are you doing work? I mean, I'm up. Like, what do you mean? What am I supposed to do with all of this day that you've given me? Like, it's 6.30. Like, I feel like I have to do something now. Like, I, I thought I was going to relax. But, yeah, no, girl, my mom is still like that. And that is hilarious. Yes, yes. And it's I funny. try not to wake my daughter up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I try to let her sleep. Like I'll let her sleep till whenever Girl, she. As sleeps. long as you gonna sleep, sleep <laughs> right. your heart out, honey. Right. Girl, this morning they woke up at eight thirty, and I was like, "Yo, I was shocked because I just knew they were gonna sleep till like 10 because we had a long day yesterday." Oh wow! Girl, they popped out that bed, and I'm like, and even Kenny look at the time, and she's like, "Oh, it's only eight thirty. I'm going back to bed." I said, "Oh, please, all <laughs> right." Get your ass, baby. <laughs> yeah, no. Man, girl, they ain't go back. They never do. Like, they start with too much energy. They come out the room. They they come out doing ninja moves. Like, they just come out on all this. Right. It's always okay. like something. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, I, I definitely, I I recommend any parent. any. I say I don't know how parents wake up with their children. Like, I can't be shocked out of my sleep like that. Like, you know your child waking up, mommy, 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 can I have some cereal? Mommy, mommy, can I? Like, no, nah, I need to be up and ready. Like, <laughs> I'm no, ready for, for y'all. <laughs> for real. Like, that's how I feel. I have to be up and ready. If I'm not up and ready, the day doesn't, you know, everything is annoying to me. Like, right? you know, it's, like, it's, you know, it's like everything it's totally that went out of <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> It's like, no, that's not even cute today. It's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, why, why are you humming like that? <laughs> like, <stop. laughs> this is be anything. And that's when I like that's when I really realized like, yo, self-care, like how we were saying in the beginning, is so radical and it's so important. Yes. Especially for the just the everyday person. Everybody needs self-care. It doesn't matter if you're a homeschool mom or you're a working mom or uh, a married mom, a single mom, a, a widowed mom, a, a any not mom. Not even a mom, like right. a person not even a mom. in general. Yeah, right. you have to put into yourself. You should not have to tackle the world and all of its happenings and all the good stuff that goes on outside that door without having put poured something into yourself. And so that is yes. really important. Really important. I like the whole little, like I see all the time people saying like you have to pour from a already full cup, not a, yes. you get Empty pour cup. for the um, overflow. Like they tell you that yes. you have to pour from the overflow. That means your cup should be so full that it's just, you know, bursting out. And that's right. what I tell people like, I just want to, I put so much into myself that, that I can't help but to have the positive come out. I can't help but to have joy come out because that's what I'm putting inside. Right. That's a big thing. It really is. And you see, you you experience people who are not (laughs) pouring into themselves all the time when you go outside your door. So it's just like, you have to keep that balance. Definitely have to keep that balance. Especially as a teacher, though. I've seen so many other teachers that did not take care of themselves. And that's one reason why I got out of the career as well, because someone told me, and it was a teacher, she gave me good advice. She said, if you look around in this room, whatever career you're in, if you look around and you see the people around you and you don't want to be like them, you don't need to be in that career. Oh, good. That's good. She said, if you don't want to be like that in your life, 
you don't need to be in that career. And I took that very serious. And when I got into to my um, fir- my first year of teaching, I really started to look around at the people that were around me. I met so many different teachers that were older and they just, they hated, they, I mean, they felt like they missed out on life. They had health issues. They were stressed out. Um, what else? They didn't, they weren't spending the time with their family. You get what I'm saying? They had issues in their marriage. I'm just being honest. And this is stuff that they're venting, you know, to me. And I'm so young and I'm just soaking it in. And I feel like that's one reason why I really got out of the career because I didn't want to get to that age and feel the same yes. way. <clears throat> go back to that pay, girl. Go back to that pay. <laughs> yeah, most of the teachers were miserable. Like, yeah. miserable. And it, it kind of, I mean, it broke my heart because I, I built relationships with these people and it was just like, wow, it's so sad. I don't want to be like this. You know, like. You know what was wild? Like, my first year seven um, and, like, I was young, <laughs> really young then, too. But, girl, finding out that some teachers would meet up at one of the teacher's house, like, one lead teacher and smoke before they went to work. <laughs> Look, I, never I was like, what? <laughs> like, y'all wild. <laughs> like, like, that was so like, ooh, my mind just blew. And then that followed up with like talks about um, teachers that got caught with alcohol on the job or like things like, yes, they had a teacher at the middle school I was working at. They had a teacher. They had to have the police come and take her from her classroom because she was drunk. Oh my goodness. And I said, oh my gosh, that's like, that's when you, you know how, cause people, people look at teachers and feel like they like little robots and don't have no life on their own right. and all that good stuff. You know, that's why kids shock when they see you in a grocery store right. or something. Right. Like cause they're like, oh shit, you human? You do that stuff? Oh, my like, wait, you got to buy your groceries? Like, right. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I do the same stuff. I'm a regular I, person, yeah. right? I'm a regular human being with regular needs and regular, yeah, no. But for finding like out the vices that some of these teachers, and I know for a fact, like, some of the, my last year teaching, my, my time spent in high school, girl, that was a whole different ball game. Those teachers had a whole different whole different addictions and whole like just like out of this world i smelled weed coming in on teachers like yo, yo, yeah, i've never i have I, never y'all wow i just couldn't i couldn't i couldn't imagine um being at that point where i felt like i had to do that before i went to deal with somebody's kids but i never found my like that. I wish I would have had listen, I'm not even gonna lie, I wish I would have had my crew like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were wild, honey. I've I've heard and seen some some pretty wild things, but just hearing the kids talk about other teachers lets you know like how miserable teachers are or how where they're at and as far as a bad place goes because some of the stuff the conversation you had and i told you before like my students used to tell me i could cuss at them i'm like yo why would you want somebody oh other kids other um teachers cuss at us i'm like but i'm not like yo y'all crazy no i said i wouldn't want anyone cussing at my kids i would never do or treat anyone's kids how i wouldn't want my kids treated so that was like a a no-no for me but girl them kids them teachers in there cussing them kids out and they were responding to it. But I was also in an area where that was 
probably normalized at home too. That's you know that dialogue was like, no, you cussing me. If I was in school, you cussing me. I'm telling my mama she coming up here. Everything right. is getting shut down because right. my mama don't talk to me like that. <laughs> like, no, no, she may call me nasty and all this other stuff because my room ain't clean and everything right. else. But she don't but cuss she don't- at me. Yeah, she ain't cussing me. She ain't do. I still remember my mom, and I don't remember why she did it, but she called me an idiot. And girl, you would have caught thought she called me just every name in the book because that right. just that hurt my whole heart. I was just like, why would you call me that? Right. <laughs> that was just like, oh my gosh, Lord, this is probably thirty five years later, Leah, and I'm still like, oh, like. That, that's just that was a hurtful word like very right. hurtful but that was about as hurtful as it got like for real <laughs> I didn't she didn't use any of that other stuff for me and I'm grateful for that fact but me to, too to know yeah. that parents or teachers or adults in general hand girl you go to the store or go to the park and hear how some of these parents talk to their kids it's real, like so real that my girls always like they they love on me in public in general, but they are always so I love you, I love you. Thank like they're thanking me for being me type deal because they hear how some parents talk to their kids, and it's like crazy. I've heard parents say I'm gonna punch you in your face and all. That. Like she's four, why would you punch her in her face? Girl, like, not, lack of self care. You be funny. Lack of self care. Healing. You go over the, you be about to go over the edge. Like I said, literally, when I'm not, when I don't do what I need to do for myself, I'm almost over the edge. Like, no, I understand. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, I don't, honestly, I don't even know how I was teaching um, these two. I, I honestly, I went to school sober. I did, I never did, you know, anything like that before I had to go to school. But I was just trying to figure out how I was even surviving <laughs> doing it. So, like, listen. Trying to teach sober, I I don't blame any of these teachers. <laughs> I was on coffee at that time. I was my my students were concerned about my my coffee and, and sugar intake because I was filling up cups of coffee with sugar, girl, <laughs> pouring out. They would be like, "Yo, Miss Carter, you gonna have diabetes?" And I'd be like, "Don't you put that on me? Right. So, first of all, don't put that on me. Don't do and, that to me. Yeah, no, I'm not. But probably, I mean, it may not look good, but." <laughs> But that was something that that was like a coping for me. Like right, everybody got something. Was right, a coping for me big time. Right. So yeah, like you, yeah, everyone has something. Our vices are our vices. Yeah. But it's just it's wild to hear some of the stories or the reasons for us having to cope in that manner in general. Right. Yeah. And not being able to focus because, girl, I wasn't waking up at no 530 to go to school and teach. I definitely wasn't putting in some myself. I wasn't doing no yoga, no meditation before I went up in that classroom. <laughs> I did. I was very mindful of the music I listened to on the way to school. Um, always made sure I had good uh, high vibrations going that I did go in there with uh, a good energy, of course. And then I had music playing in my classroom all day, too. So it was just... Like I, the the environment I set inside of there was real chill, but I couldn't I didn't have time to focus on like doing all stretches and everything else before. before I tried. <laughs> I really did. I tried my hardest. Some days it happened. Some days it didn't. And some days I would just do it with the students. I'm like, yo, I'm so stressed right now. I can feel it on my shoulders. We all just need to stand up and just nice. stretch. 
and I would just try to get my self-care. And that's one thing I did as a teacher. I really tried to get my self-care done with my students because I could never, like he said, in the morning, I'm trying to rush and get up, and I was working, you know, further away. I worked, like, 40 minutes away from my house. Oh, So I had goodness. to leave. Oh, I was right, so I, every day. <laughs> right. So I had to leave super early to get there. So it was no, like he said, it was no self-care. It was no, you know, let me try to get up and do this and do that. It was like, I, once I'm up, it's up to get dressed and to get on the road. And so most of the times, yeah, we was doing yoga in class. Like you said, music, awesome. it, it uplifts the soul. Like just listening to good music, just a little dance break, anything, you know, like even if you can just get it in for a minute or so as a teacher, that's how I feel. Like even if I could just get it in for a minute, I think I need to go back to that because some days when I get up and I'm, you know, I'm not working anymore, but some days I get up, like I said, everything is kind of off. I haven't done my self-care and I just feel like, dang, the whole day is like off for me. But even hearing myself right now just say that, even if it's just a little minute, like a yeah. mustard seed, <laughs> that little mustard seed minute. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> even if I, yes. Right. No, seriously, it does. Like, even if I can get it in and even if I can get in with my daughter, which it's really hard, especially at her age, like maybe she'll come around. She's about to be four. But anytime I'm trying to do yoga, it's like I'm a playground. It's like I'm a, a, a jungle gym, <laughs> a, a monkey bar. Like, what well, do you tell her to do it with you? Like, I tr- I'm like, yeah, Kane, yeah. come on, let's, you know, let's let's do yoga together. And sometimes she will do, you know, a couple a couple of movements with me. But then it turns into you know, I'm a monkey bar. I'm a jungle gym. I'm a this. I have some cars, and you may need to invest in. We have some yoga cars because me and the girls that used to be our way to start things too. We don't do it as much as we were doing it, but we will start with yoga before we sat down in the forest and talked about whatever we we're going to talk about or look at for the day. But they were some kid yoga cards, and I would have them pick out three poses each, and then I would pick out three, and so we would take turns um, basically leading, our, you know, our pose. Oh, so, that's cute. Yeah, that may be something like to so you could put her in charge of it as opposed to her just trying, trying to, to follow make, me yeah right so make her be the leader and show you what pose to do next and maybe she'll yes. you know get on top of it then because you know kids like being leaders especially of adults so i love that <laughs> idea no because she yeah. did she's like mommy you want to stretch come on mommy and she, you know, <laughs> tell me to raise my hands but then after that is just like you're right maybe i should get some cards um so that she can lead it i like yeah, that and, and i just follow her but yeah, I, I like starting our day that way too. Just the stretching, just easing into whatever it was that we were gonna do. It was was well, real nice, real nice. But now I tell you, they come out and it's just like, well, meet me in the forest, y'all. Because before I could even say anything about stretching, Morgan is setting up either life or we got Jimmy <laughs> now, girl. So she, that's a gamer, and I was a gamer too. So I, I like it low key, but. And then they also equate anytime they got their cup of tea. It's like, oh, let's sit down and play a game while we drink our cup of tea. Oh, so, that is so we, cute. We play games a lot. <laughs> I think, I mean, it's so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's so revolutionary. I don't remember having, like, those times with my parents. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, like, not, especially at I, such a young age. Yeah. Right. When I would sit down with my parents, it was, did you do your homework? <laughs> did you, you know what I'm saying? Did you read your book for the day? You know what I'm saying? Do you have any questions? No? All right. Like, that's it. Like, it was never yeah. no, even though, don't get me wrong, like, we had a lot of games in our house, and me and my stepsister or my sisters, we would play, especially when I stayed with my dad, but um, it's it's just, like, the quality time that you, you yearn to have with your parents, 
it kind of got, you know, snatched away from them working a lot or us being in school. Like, us just, you know, not those important times, of the important hours of the day, we're in school, you know, bonding with our teacher, bonding with other people, and not really bonding with our parents, the people that birthed us, you know what I'm yeah. saying, people that we really should be bonding with so that we can feel secure. Because those other people, at the end of the day, they leave. And we, I mean, we see them the next day, but they're gone. They're not people that we're going to be connected to for forever, but we're going to always be connected to our parents. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying, that's something that I really liked growing up. It's like, that one-on-one time with my mom and my dad or and both of them together too at the, at the same time we did play games i will say like they like i think like the older i got the more they tried to like do family my mom was like a she was trying to implement the cops of cox oh hustables like i couldn't even think about the huxtables she was doing a lot of like Huxtable-ish things like where we would have to sit at the dinner table because we didn't always do this. And that's why I say like she got to a point where it's like, oh, we need to do this. But we would sit at the table and eat dinner together. We would um, we would uh, play games on Saturday. That was like a game night for us. So my mom tried to implement things that I know and I, I definitely feel that she didn't experience when she was younger. And so she was trying to break those little cycles and I appreciate her for that but as far as conversation goes and like just learning main thing like I learned a lot from reading like a bunch of stuff that they had no idea I was even learning when I was learning it um at a young age and so but my dad was the reason why I went to the library in general because we was the girl my dad would take me to the library and we spent like at least five hours in there but it would be me and my section and him and his section. So it wasn't like a him showing me this or showing me any kind of, you know, like, oh, you should be looking at this. Like I spent most of my time, my definitely my teenage years, reading fiction, a bunch of fiction, urban fiction. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> them books. Yeah, them books. So, but it was just, it was still time spent, but it wasn't like, time spent per se you know so i don't know trying to definitely trying to do a different what's the matter and i think that's beautiful and i feel like like you said homeschooling it gives you the opportunity to you know build that everlasting relationship because i remember i seen the status and it was like you know Parents of adult children, you can't get mad if your child isn't you know hitting you up every day or wanting to talk to you or spend time with you that has something to do with your parenting. You can't get mad at the effects of that. That's the effects of your parenting. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. We understand. You had to work. You had to do these things. But at the same time, like, we, it's important to be intentional about bonding with your children, spending time with your children so that you can receive that love. You get what I'm saying? Because I, I, I know some parents probably like, dang, I brought this person to the world. They don't even want to hit me up. They don't even want to call me no more. They have to... <laughs> it's not like my mama. But they don't be realizing how critical, like, when you know you're going to be met with certain things, why would you go looking for that? Like if you're if you're reaching a good place in your life or you're trying to break cycles or heal traumas or whatever it is you're trying to do as far as moving forward from the things that you experienced as a child, why would you keep revisiting that person that makes you feel a certain way? Why would you revisiting conversations that make you feel a certain way? And that's parents have to be accountable for that. Cause yeah, like you said, yeah, you brought us into this world, but 
like how did you make the world around us? How did you shape it? How did you how did you foster our our future in general? I know yes. you spoke before and you was like um we were talking about the affirmation of I believe in myself. Yes. Because of how important it was. And I I won't say and I'll never take it away from my parents cuz I believe they believe in a lot of things and want the best for me always and everything. But hearing that and hearing and knowing that someone's really rooting for you in regards of what you want to do with your life and not what they want to do with your life is a totally different vibe. It's a totally different feeling. And that's not something that's experienced by most. It's always yeah. like, a, oh, I have this plan for your life. And if you ain't doing this, then I don't know what to tell you. Like you on your own type deal. It's not no, oh, I support you wherever you're trying to go, whatever you're trying to do. And that's, that's where a lot of the disconnect come with parents and not being able to talk to their adult children because we know that we didn't follow your path and we got to hear it about it all the time, how, oh, we should be doing this or we need to do this. or we And we don't. that's not what nobody want to call somebody for. Like, I don't want to call you for that. <laughs> right. Or we just, we're just way more aware and conscious of our parenting to the point where we recognize the flaws in your, in your, in your parenting. And when we try to heal from those things and maybe healing may cause, you know, a conversation, it's backfire, you know, or it's not received with love. Just, okay, you know what I'm saying? I can acknowledge that at this point in my life, I wasn't there yet. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't give it to you. We already know that. We know. <laughs> we just want to hear you say it. We just want to hear you know say, or we just want to you acknowledge what I'm telling you affected me growing up. Like, right. That, that I totally feel everything you're saying with that because that was the big thing. Like, I told, and I, I spoke to my mom about it. I even wrote it in the book. Like, where I'm at with my healing journey, I can't keep going backwards with things because my mom doesn't want to be accountable or she wants to deflect like a, like, you know, change the subject type deal or, well, I did this or this and do you remember this then? Or like, you know, like stuff like that. And it's like, but that's not what I'm talking about. Like, let's just, and it's not, there's no attack on your parenting because to be conscious of our flaws and conscious of our traumas of our past, we're also conscious of the fact that you were working with what you had like you were working right. with the knowledge you had at that time and so we're grateful for it but we're also trying to express to you well when this happened or this occurred this is how i felt and this is why i moved the way that i move now as an adult and they don't want to receive that because it's like oh you calling me a bad parent right oh, call, like no where the hell how we get there we're talking about me like, right oh but yeah Healing, healing is, it's, you know, that's my main motto for all, all the rest of worlds, all the rest of my days is just healing. Healing is needed for everyone. Um, accountability and empathy is needed with everyone. Um, the more accountable people are for their actions, the more empathy they can show and have for other individuals that are on their own journey um experiencing their own things from their own perspective each and every day so and i think it starts with you you're saying self-care i feel like people got to slow down 
and be able to take care of themselves to be able to come to a, a level of self-awareness where they can acknowledge their flaws or hold themselves accountable. Reflect. And so, yeah. Like you, like say, you, you journal, and I that's something I do too, but I don't do it as often as I did before. But that's good that you do journal because it is about releasing. A lot of things are released. Like you got to let yes. it go. Um, so you can't keep dwelling. I talked to a 51-year-old man. I think he's yeah, 51 year old man when I go to the park sometimes and just to hear him recycle feelings and, and events from when he was a teenager right. or even below that. Yes. But it's like, are you working through it or you just keep reliving, keep reliving? Cause mm-hmm. you released this to me already, but we keep revisiting the same reasons why you are mm-hmm. why. And it's like, okay, are we moving forward or are we going to stay here at this 12 year old boy stage or at this 15 year old boy? Mm-hmm. Stage? Like, you know, where are we and where are you trying to go? Cause a lot mm-hmm. of people, just like to live in that that trauma and it's like mm-hmm. nah we gotta heal from that honey you want because you still have the rest of your life you still have too much left but people get to a certain age and they feel like well this is how i am this is what I, this is me this is it and it's like no a fixed mindset and i think that's something that i really love now within education is that they teach children well i just know what well the school that i work with we always talked about having a growth mindset and that's something that I feel like a lot of people just need to hear about. And I think growth mindset, comes, uh, it ties along with self-care. Like, if you know that you're not where you are, like, where you want to be, you can get, like, you, if you know that you're not there, you know that you're not there just yet, though. So, like, yet, that yet part is, like, I'm still growing, I'm still improving. And if you have a fixed mindset or if you don't, you know, do self-care, you'll never get to that point where it's, like, and I'm not stuck here. I can keep growing. I can, you know, evolve from this. It, like you said, it just sounds like he's holding on or he's stuck in a phase that, um, you know, it's just recycling, continue to cycle over and over and over because of his fixed mindset. Maybe he feel like he can't improve from the situation. Yeah, <clears throat> but if, with growth mindset, we can always, like, I love that, that um, the idea of always improving, always growing, always evolving. Yeah, because you... You haven't experienced enough to be pessimistic. Like, and that's, I learned that from Wayne Dyer. Like, people, and I've always been an optimistic person in general. Like, I just believe anything's possible. You can't tell me that anything's not possible because I just be doing shit to show you how possible it is. So, anything's possible, really. It really is. But right. you talk yourself out of that possibility when you get in your head and get to telling yourself, oh, no, it's not possible. Like, no, you, it all starts with you and your belief in what you're capable of doing. And I believe you can do anything that you do. And so that belief of <laughs> right for real though. And the belief of like it not being possible had to come from somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I feel like the power of belief, like you said, having somebody on your team, that's, that's, you know, willing to, you know, allow you to be you and grow and still support you at the end of the day. And still, you get saying, give you encouragement when you make mistakes. Um, that's very important. Like, like he's, we see it in adult, in like that fifty-one-year-old. Maybe he just didn't have the the people you know, at that twelve-year-old stage he didn't. to believe in him. He didn't. Right. He didn't definitely because that's what re, he revisits a lot. But it's like, okay, well, where are you at with you? Do you believe in you? Do you believe that you're you're better than whatever you, circumstances you're facing right now? Do you feel like you can go further? Like, where are you? And so that's so true. It's 
it still it goes back into our head like you said the growth mindset is everything because you have to continue to grow you have to continue to know that you wherever you are you can go further <laughs> like it's yeah. always more that you can grow from but I just and that's why I told you me talking to adults just came about recently because a lot of adults have fixed mindsets and that's so it's so stagnant on your own energy like you know I don't like to be around that energy where it's like oh woe is me and this is all oh, this is how it's gonna be right. and oh no nah, shit just sucks like no it doesn't like don't <laughs> like no right. everything's beautiful and sunshine if you want it to be but I mean I understand hardship I understand trials I understand tribulation I understand all of that stuff but it's like what are you gonna do with it are you gonna and the fact that all the stuff that people have gone through you've made it through like you're here still, and that's what right. I mean. Like you're not under twelve. Yeah, like you made it through right. all that stuff, and you should be proud as like I don't. You should be very yeah. proud of yourself, and you should be putting pouring that into yourself that hey, oh this could have broke me or this could have broke me, but it didn't. I'm here yeah. now. I'm still here, and I'm gonna keep loving on myself. I'm gonna keep growing. I'm gonna keep pouring into myself. But that's not where we be at a lot of times. Like. I feel like, especially as adult, adult children who didn't get mostly validated by their parents, right? We have to validate ourselves at this point. There is no other adult. If your parent didn't do it at that young of age, there is nobody else. At this point in time in our life, we have to validate ourselves. We have to celebrate ourselves. We have to be proud of ourselves. We have to do it for ourselves, like literally, because... I think that's where, you know, most people may have may get lost looking for someone, like else, looking for yeah. for someone else to save them or looking for someone else to praise them, looking for someone else to, you know, you to clap their the, head. You are your savior. You are the right. one that's going to save you. You really you know, are. I love that. But I don't think other people love that. Like, I love that. <laughs> I like the idea that, you know what I'm saying, I'm my own responsibility, you know, or I'm my own, you know, I don't, it doesn't, it's not on anyone else. It shouldn't have to be, you know, it's all on me, you know, and don't get me wrong. It it feels good to have the validation from other people or for people to tell you that you did a good job. But you got to know that, you know, you got to know that and you got to know that regardless of anything else. Yes, ma'am. I even do that with the girls. Like when they're showing me something or asking my opinion about something, I always want to know theirs first. Well, do you like it? Are you proud of yourself? How do you feel about it? Because... Outside of pain, I don't want you to have to search for that. I don't want you to have mm-hmm. to continually need outside validation because you have to be your biggest supporter. You have to be able to tell yourself, good job. Like, your good job. Yes, right. girl, I be co- coaching myself all throughout the day and proud of yes. shit how I handle, like, certain circumstances, certain, certain experiences, certain people. And I'm just like, yo, you did good. Like, you know. right. <laughs> good job, yo. Yes. <laughs> literally right, definitely um, i think that's a part of i mean that's a part of self-care to be honest because I, I literally did that the other day what was it saturday i was just in here listening to music and just clapping my hands because i'm proud of myself because of how far i've gotten you know like yes, yeah like you said you we've been be. so much everybody has been through so i don't feel yes. like you know i'm not gonna say nobody like any i'm not gonna say you know there are not people on this earth that don't go through hardships but just living life in general is hard it's, it's not easy experience. Like, it's right if it is the experience. experience yes and everyone's not taking it as such you know 
there's a lot of things occurring right now that have people wanting to end their life or even ending their life. And the fact that you are continuing to push, continue to see through things, like you have to be proud of yourself. You have to know how courageous you are. You have to know that you have something in you. You are destined for something greater than whatever it is that you're experiencing. But I understand that like you said, some people do need that outside validation. Some people do need that coaching. Some people do need that picker up. And that's so why I hope they can listen. Look, Go listen get it. Our right. podcast and, and yeah. hear how great they are. But yeah. here, like, let's seek it. Let, if you know you need something, get it. Because right. we live in a world with over, what, 8 billion people now. Whatever you need is out there because it has been created. It's been created, patented, trademarked, everything being distributed. <laughs> so by all means, whatever you feel you need to be your best self, please get it. Do it. Yes, Feel it. Be yes, it. Whatever. Yes. But don't get stuck in a rut. Don't get stuck in a, oh, I got to just be on grind mode. I got to do this. Like, oh, I got to I gotta stay up 12 hours and, and work on this or I'm not grinding. Like, no. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> right. Rest. Rest and be easy. Relax. Put yes. in, pour into yourself. Be yourself. And, and look out for you Put some self care into you Because if you fall out then what Right I have to you ask crash that. Out, The yeah. new word is crash out Everybody want to crash out But they use it, they use it in a, like a, a other, another way But I literally think of like crashing out Is like literally you, you go and you go and go and you go Until you can't go anymore Like to me that's crashing out Like you're not taking care of yourself Yeah um, and then what All the stuff that you worked on All that stuff falls to the wayside Cause you ain't taught nobody else how to do it Or ain't showed nobody how to do it Or either way Like you've got people depending on you Like I hear that all the time Well I got all these people depending on Okay but they will still be depending on you If you fall out <laughs> Then they really going to be out back Like yo no take time for you Like give back to you You have to You have to Self care is so important It should not be secondary It should not and a lot of things do take discipline, though. A lot of, because waking up early, that's a whole, especially once it starts getting cold, girl. You know, I had to turn my heat on like two That's discipline, right? Yeah. No, self-care is discipline. <laughs> self-care is discipline. It really it is. is. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I do it every day or that I'm the best at doing self-care or whatever. But I really do wholly, wholeheartedly believe in self-care. And I do know that it's something that's needed. And I do know that I've seen the effects of how it changed my life. So I always try to incorporate, like, even if I fall off my schedule, I kind of know, like, yeah, I got to get back to this. And it takes time sometimes. But if you at least know those things that you can do, you know, those things that you like to do that you can put into your schedule, it's easier to kind of get back to it. So, you know, never, never fall. Like, even if you do fall, you know, pick yourself back up. Like, we all go through those, you know, pit pitfalls and we all go through times where we're not you know our bet feeling our best selves but one thing that i am grateful about homeschooling um the one the one one thing i'm grateful of <laughs> homeschooling about listen i can't get my words out but i'm grateful I that homeschooling allows me to do more self-care because i feel like that's what i was missing like and me i could be being extra but it's like i gotta do all the, i gotta journal yoga Meditate. I gotta do it all. Yeah, I no. can't. Oh, you not being extra? That's a, no. I'm, I can't I just all do one. 
I can't be one. I need to do every single last one of those things. And I'm just grateful that, you know, I get the opportunity when I can create it and be intentional. Because I did see a post that was so important where it was like, self-care is not a, um, it is not a, what do they say, a coping mechanism to living in a capitalistic society. Like, you can't just self-care your way out of everything. Mm. And I, I completely, you know, understand that because I seen another post where one mom was saying, you know, self-care is super hard when you have a toddler. Like, the toddler is always calling for your name or when you try to do yoga, like you said, my daughter's on my back or mm. you know what I'm saying? I, I can't just have time to myself, so it's really hard to implement and I really do feel that because, like I said, every day self-care is not a thing. But I think it also comes with, like, the understanding of um like balance maybe yes um it's like you may not be able to do it at that time or at this time but you can do it at this time that'll be better like um i have a friend whose kids go they go to bed around 8 30 um between like 7 30 8 30 and so i told her like well why don't you try to do some meditation after they go down like you know that'll be a time like even if you can't start your day with it you can end your day at a good place as far as mentally and um reflecting on your day or what you could do better tomorrow what you want to change or you know things of that nature so it is it's about making it work for you and that's why everyone's self-care definitely looks different but it's vital it's vital and if you can't do it in a certain way or you can't do it at a certain time figure figure out that time that does work for you and your family because everyone's household is different but please 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 and i this is like you know i'm i'm a single mom Aaliyah definitely she has a husband and everything but he works um full time but it's just understand that no matter the demographics you deserve self-care <laughs> like you deserve yes. you deserve to care and love on yourself so understand that by by no means should you be shortchanged because of economic status or because of where you live or if you're single or not like no you deserve it you deserve it please know and hear my voice when i say that you deserve self-care and you should yes. pour into yourself no matter what what is going on around you take time for you so i totally i'll be quick i'm about to take a nap yo (laughs) i gotta reset like even if it's 30 minutes 45 minutes i'm gonna lay down for a minute girls okay y'all sit here you read a book do whatever it is listen i gotta reset so, a nap is yourself. a part of self care. Take a nap. Like if that's the only thing that you can do, take a nap. Because I swear I fall asleep on my daughter quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like if I had a long day, she don't and she skips out on naps. But honey, I have to at least, like you said, close my eyes for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Like I'm never going to like take this long nap for two or three hours. I'll wake right? up. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, shut up. Like, right. <laughs> wake up like, oh, snap. What happened? <laughs> Where are you at, children? The house, <laughs> the house is still together. Is everything still right together? Now. I'm like, yes. No one's crying. No blood anywhere. Okay, we're good. Okay. <sighs> Caught me slipping. But <laughs> yeah, no. So, oh, I think something that would be really good is if we uh, maybe we should issue out some a, a good resource that maybe be thinking of different like simple self care things that you can do at your home that are that's just. It won't even take you but less than five minutes, you know. I think I, I already feel- have a list too. I have to look on my notes, but I, I created a list like that before. Um, like That's good. I know. <laughs> These, I it's like- probably on the app too, on the Homeschool Your Kids app. 
um, but things that you can do to just put back into yourself just for that time. Um, and it's all, it, you know, reflective ideas and things like that. They even have a 30-day writing challenge, too, that will cause people to be able to reflect and go over things. So, yeah, I like that. Don't, you know, do not underestimate the power of writing. Like, get you a journal, for real. Like, even if it's just for two minutes, like, journaling has really saved my life. And my husband, I am so appreciative of him because for my birthday, he got me this really nice leather journal. So I just feel like I'm just, you get what I'm saying, a, a, a wizard or something, just writing down. I don't even know. It just feels magical. It just feels like a magical book. And I just open it every day and I just release and I just, you know, close it and let it go. And some days I'll go back and I'll reread some things that I wrote or some days I'll take the pages out and I'll rip it because I'm like, this is no longer me. Or I'll burn it up, like, you know, really, really letting it go. But writing, like writing it out has really been a great release. And I feel like that's something that many people can have access to. Maybe you can't get you like a super nice journal, but that's not the I point. Know, of I got jur- notebooks. I got you know like, notebooks. Yeah, yeah, that's not the point of journaling. The, the point of it is to write it out and release it. It has nothing to do with a fancy journal, a nice pen. You can say, I know that you get on YouTube and you see all these nice things and the nice aesthetic, but it's not about that. I think that's something that is becoming a toll as well in our um society or our generation is the aesthetic of everything like oh i i need this to look nice i gotta gotta have this kind of notebook to be able to right i need this seriously no because i'm i'm even like that sometimes like no i need this right here no you really don't like you really don't you don't need anything fancy um just fill some paper even if you shoot i be seeing homeless people they be having cardboards writing signs at the end of the day you can get whatever you need <laughs> get whatever you need and just write it out you know yes ma'am yes ma'am <laughs> it's okay because we did great alright let's go ahead and wrap it up because self care is the best care make sure you pour into yourself so you're able to pour out into others Love on yourself, love, love, love on yourself. And like Aaliyah said, it don't have to look fancy. Yeah, you're writing, you're journaling, none of that has to look fancy. Just release it, though. Give yourself some kind of opportunity to release any stressors or anything that you're carrying, any kind of weight that you're holding on to. Give yourself an opportunity to release it. Please, please, please. But this was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. And once again, this is Homeschool Your Kids podcast. And we just over here sitting, reflecting, learning, and growing. And we thank you for joining us. Bye now. <laughs> Girl, mother.